in today's show. Let's look at the best players for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place for tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come together. We thank McDonald's, our friends at McDonald's, for sponsoring today's show. I am loving it. Guys, I also love that you make Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And of course, whatever your favorite team is, whether that's across the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, Major League Baseball, we have a Locked On show to cover that team. So go and check out your favorite team there. So what we're doing in today's show is looking at the best players for fantasy basketball. What we are doing here is looking at over the last two weeks, the season is what, three weeks old, basically. But over the last two weeks, and I think it's important to not look full season on stuff, is to get an idea of trends and where guys are heading up and down and that sort of stuff, is look at the last two weeks. We're going to do it for category leagues, Yahoo points leagues, and ESPN points leagues. Look at the top 20 players across this last two weeks of action in the NBA Let's start with Category Leagues. At number one, yeah, he's back. Nikola Jokic is the number one player. Again, familiar? Yeah, I guess it should be because he is number one once again. Um, It's not a gigantic difference. In fact, he is number two just by a bee's dick over the course of the entire season, but number one over the last two weeks, averaging 25 and 13. The assists are still really low. Just six assists, which I know for a center's high, but for Jokic, it's low. But he's hitting two threes, giving 1.1 blocks. He's giving 1.4 steals. He's shooting 60 from the field. So that's really elevated him up and also 82% from the line. So he is obviously performing at a high level. He's, you know, people who aren't watching Denver and think that, you know, maybe he's not MVP candidate. He's definitely an MVP candidate. He's been amazing once again for the Nuggets. At number two, this man is the number one player for the whole season. He's number two this week, and that is Paul George. The Beatle is averaging 29 points over his last six games. Largely up this high because the steal rate is out of control, 3.2 steals, but he's hitting almost four threes, seven rebounds, four and a half assists. He's complaining about the ball and shooting, but he is hitting over 50% of his shots. He is at 86% from the free throw line, and he's hitting 42% from his threes, so it's obviously not bothering him a single bit. The steal rate will probably come down for him, and the efficiency, I think, will drop off too. But, yeah, the scoring, the usage, the minutes, all that's going to be pretty solid. At number three. Yeah, the big fella's in there at number three in a category league. Just bear that in mind. Normally, you see Giannis at 10th or so, then you punt free throws and he jumps up. He's third, including his free throws, because he's averaging 29 and 10, seven assists, 56 from the field, and 76 from the line on eight attempts. Is it fixed? I don't know. He's also hitting 1.73s. Is that fixed? I don't know. But it's looking good. He's also averaging 2.3 blocks. So there's a couple of things there that I can see falling. The block numbers. 2.3 is a big number. 
Um, and the 76 from the line. Yeah, that can pretty easily fall too. But Giannis has been great. This is why I thought he was a top four player. And yeah, because you, you can punt free throws and he's giving you this value. But then if he hits the free throws, oh, well, it's a bonus. And this is a gigantic bonus for you. And if you did draft him in a roto league, then you'd just be feeling pretty, uh, pretty happy with how that's worked out. Number four is Kevin Durant, averaging 28 and 8 over five assists. He's shooting a gigantic 61%. Now, I do believe that, you know, last week I d- talked about Durant on this show and said, yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing that's unsustainable. I think 61% shooting is unsustainable. He's hitting 68% of his twos. Now, maybe that falls down to 60%, but 68% and 60 overall is a gigantic number. And I just don't think that Durant's going to be able to maintain that level, you know, for the entirety of the season. At number five, it is Steph Curry. Now, one thing we track with Steph is early in the year, he was putting up really big rebound numbers. They've started to come down and we've seen Steph's numbers drop. He is the third ranked player overall, but he's fifth over the last two weeks, averaging 24, six and a half boards with seven and a half assists. He's hitting just under five threes, but he's also got room to improve because he's hitting just 40% of his shots over these last two weeks. He's at 95% from the line, but 40% overall. And that includes just 35% from three. So it hasn't been the hottest week in terms of shooting from Steph Curry. Number six is Townsy. Carl Anthony Towns, he's the fourth ranked player for the season. He's averaging 23, 9, and 4. What is unsustainable there? I think the 1.7 steals. He's always been a pretty low steals guy. But I also think he's 46.5 field goal percent from the, well, from the field, which is obvious because I said field goal percent. I think that number has a real chance of being able to come up. And Towns is going to be in this 4 to 6 type of range, I would expect, the rest of the season. So there's no real surprises out of this top group. I wouldn't have thought anyway. But once we head to number seven, you know, that is a little bit of a surprise. Jonas Vasilinovasas. Valanciunas is killing it over these last eight games. 34 minutes, 20 points, 14 and a half rebounds. 14 and a half, a steal, a block, 55 and 90. Now I look at all of those numbers. The 34 minutes stands out to me as probably being a little bit high. And eventually when Zion Williamson returns, who knows when, eventually that will fall off somewhat, I think. And the 22 usage might go to 20, but 22 usage isn't high. It's not gigantic. The 90% from the line is something that I wouldn't expect to continue. The 14 rebounds might fall a little bit. I think he's just going to suffer some sort of incremental drops. So while I do think that Jonas Valanciunas is a sell high, a sell high would mean he is performing as a first round player and he may continue to perform as a first round player until Williamson returns. But there is literally nobody out there who will give you a first-round player. And I think the type of player that you get back in a deal for Valanciunas, like think about it this way. Would you think that someone in your league would give you Brandon Ingram for Jonas Valanciunas? And the answer to that, you'll probably say, no, they wouldn't. And then I would counter say, well, I'd actually rather have Valanciunas. So if your sell high is actually getting a player who might end up being worse, and that's Ingram, then you don't do it. So you just ride this out. You take first round value, maybe second round value until Zion returns. And you hope and think that maybe he can maintain even top 25 numbers after the big fella's back. That's what I would do. Number eight. Fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No, it's a fucking goat. I know LeBron is injured at the moment, but that doesn't take away from the fact that over the last two weeks, he's averaging 37 minutes, 23 points, only four rebounds, thanks Russ, seven and a half assists, but his numbers are this high because of two things. 2.6 steals and 88% from the line. We want to talk about Giannis's free throws being amazing. 
LeBron at 88% from the line is not something you expect. So don't look at this and go, this is LeBron as a first-round guy. Obviously, he's hurt, and he's seventh over the course of the season as well. He's going to fall back from here because that free throw will drop off and the steals will drop off. The rebounds will come up, but those other two things will almost guaranteed, well, actually, no, definitely guaranteed, come back down. Guys, thank you to McDonald's for sponsoring today's podcast. We all know that McDonald's have been proudly serving communities since 1965, and it's always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can reconnect. You know the memories of McDonald's. You have these memories. You have done it as a kid. You do it now with your kids or with your friends, and you take them to birthday parties, or you're driving home. People love when I improvise the McDonald's ads. When you're driving home from school and the kids are in the back, say, Daddy, Daddy, take us to Macca's. You know, settle down, kids. All right, I could do with a cheesy as well. And then you pull in through the, the, to Macca's, you get in there, and you see old Jono with his kids, little Billy and Tommy. Hey, you got little cheesies for those guys? Yeah, mate. Oh, how's, how's life been going? Yeah, been going all right. And the kids are in there munching them. They're getting pickles out, throwing them out. Don't throw out the pickles. They're really good. Anyway, we all know McDonald's has been a huge part of our community for so many years. So why don't you find your local McDonald's? You already know where it is. Refuel and reconnect. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. We know that being stressed is not great. We also know that sleep, or if you don't know, sleep is a number one component to people performing at their best. Just ask your mate LeBron James. That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation. And they have teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better. Reduce your stress and perform at your best just like LeBronald. As he says, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things that I can do for my body and mind. Agree, LeBron. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge. Unquote. Cool. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA, for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a calm premium subscription. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That is calm.com slash locked on NBA. Okay, let's go through some more in the top 20 of category leagues. And number nine is this bloke, Miles Bridges. Whew, he's killing it. Ninth ranked player over the last two weeks, eighth ranked player for the season. He's averaging 25 and a half points per game with eight rebounds. And I look at this and I go, what is actually going to change? 25, eight, and three. 1.6 deals, one block. All right, 25 points might become 22. 1.6 deals might become 1.4. You know, eight, 48 and 85, there's nothing outrageous there in those shooting numbers. 38% from three, why not? 25 usage, eh, maybe, or 26 usage, maybe that comes down. But he's so good. Again, a sell high in Miles Bridges means give me a top seven player. I wouldn't take anything less. But Bridges is only ninth. I don't care. Unless I'm getting a better value than what I could... Like I can, if I can squint and say, well, Miles Bridges could actually be top 10 the rest of the way. I'm not saying he will be, and I don't think he will be. But if I can look at it and go, why not? Then why not? Like I just hold, hold him and roll with it. And then if he falls off, is he going back to being the 90th ranked player? Almost no chance. There will be cold streaks for sure. The shot will stop falling. But he's found ways to contribute in so many different in areas, which has been awesome. Number 10 is Jim Butler. One of the big reasons he was ranked so high last year was a huge steal rate. And you know, as I always say, there's big variance in steals, but it hasn't varied for Butler. He's at 2.9 steals again. 
averaging 25 points with seven rebounds and five assists. Now, that is the big change, though. If that goes to two steals, he drops 10 spots. So be wary of that when considering Jimmy for the rest of the year. But he's done it now for a year and three weeks here, this gigantic steal rate. And it is obviously helping his numbers. While Anthony Davis is at number 11. Hopefully his thumbs are right. 24 and 12 for Davo. Um, 2.4 blocks and 80% from the line, which is key considering the struggles he has had from the free throw line last season and earlier this year. Those last eight games, he's hitting his free throws. He's back into being a first round player. He's still not pushing right up to be right at the top, but it's an encouraging sign. And then number 12, I didn't think he'd be here. DeMar DeRozan. He's been ridiculously good. Over the last seven games, he's averaging 28 points. That's insane. Six rebounds, impressively for him, 0.93s. Four assists, no defensive stats. So it really is just coming on the back of that scoring, which he's doing at 51 and 91 from the field and from the line, which is a gigantic true shooting of 61% for someone who doesn't shoot three. So there is going to be, I would imagine, some level of regression in the shooting, but it's only 53% shooting from the field from two-point range. It's not outrageously high. Maybe the 32 usage comes down, and maybe that's probably the more likely thing that drops off for DeMar. But he's been really good, and he's firmly established himself as the second, if not first, option on this team. Let's just roll through the rest of the top 20 now. Um, at number 13, it is Jimmy Harden. After all the struggles, like he's 13th, right? And he's doing that on under 40% shooting. That's going to come up. He's only averaging 18 points. Like you get to 24 points, get to 45% shooting then you're back as a top five player. Number 14 is Ja Morant. He's fallen from where he was last week. We talked about this, about this extraordinarily high steal rate for him, three-point rate and field goal percentage, and they have started to come down a little bit, and his free throws are back at 73%, unfortunately. So that is a little bit of a worry. They're not saying he's, he's going to be outside the top 100 like last year. Didn't project him to be that this year. But the top seven, top five sort of guy he was before, maybe there's a fall-off. 15 is Chris Paul on the back of over 12 assists per game and 2.5 steals. It's like Ricky Rubio on steroids there. Yeah, really just assists and steals. He's not doing much else. He's not hitting threes. His shooting numbers aren't great. His usage is low. And then 16 is Al Horford, the oldest farts in the world at 15 and 16. Horford, how's he doing it? Well, he's averaging just 13 points. So that is three guys here who aren't averaging 20 points per game. Harden, Paul, and Horford. How is Horford doing it? Well, it's a way that I don't think is going to stick. 2.9 blocks. And 10 rebounds. He was never a big rebound guy and never this sort of a block player. The 2.9 blocks go back to 1.1, which is distinctly possible. Then he goes from the 15th ranked player to the 70th, 80th ranked player. Be aware of that. Now, that is one that if I could get a top 40 player back, I would sell high on Horford. Number 17 is Malcolm Brogdon, who returned from his hamstring injury to now be out with an illness or questionable with an illness. He's averaging 21 points over his last five with eight rebounds and six assists. He's doing it without much defensive stats, although the 0.8 blocks is high. That'll come down. The worry you have with him is injury and the fact that he won't maintain 96% from the line. Number 18, another guy who's currently injured is Donovan Mitchell. He's done. He's good. Um, the ankle injury, hopefully not too severe. 33 minutes, 26 points, five assists, five rebounds. Those numbers for Don, like they're not crazy for him to continue. Maybe the three threes per game is, but he's only doing it on 42% shooting. Like a top 20 season is a distinct possibility for Mitchell, and that'd be great. Number 19 is Bam Adebayo. It's not coming through assists. We know that, two per game, but 20 and 13 is great. 91 from the line on seven attempts is awesome. He went from being, remember, a 60% free throw guy at one point a few years ago. Now he's really hitting those, and his usage is up. And then at number 20, after all the hand-wringing about the struggles, Fred Van Vliet's there. 
Freddie, over the last eight games, he's playing a whopping 39 minutes, which will drop maybe. 20 points, five and a half boards, seven and a half assists, three threes, one and a half steals, 48 and 75. Now, maybe the field goals come down, but I think that the steals will go up. So really, really good stuff from Fred to get back into the top 20 after some early season. Some early season struggles. Guys, it might be a struggle to keep your weight under control because Halloween, what do I say it? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is coming up. And you know, there's so much delicious food at Thanksgiving. So Built Bar, maybe that's the answer. Instead of having that calorie dense slice of pie, which most slices of pie are over 300 calories. Have a built bar, just 130 calories in most bars and only four grams of sugar. Just a ridiculously delicious, healthy dessert alternative. So replace your coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar. Get a raspberry built bar and replace your raspberry pie. Built bar can be that option and bring it to your family gathering. Okay, guys, Thanksgiving, I'm giving you built bars. It is a great way to have something absolutely delicious, a delicious protein bar that is low carb, low fat, low sugar, but high in protein and keep those costly calories out of your mouth. So, with all of the great flavors, you can find something you love, and there's gonna be new limited edition flavors happening all the time, plus big Black Friday sales as well at Built.com. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your order. The promo code is LOCKED15 at Built.com. All right, let's go to Yahoo Points Leagues now and look at the top uh, 20 players. Over there at number one, it is Yanni Antetokounmpo averaging 55 fantasy points. He's obviously been really, really good, and his points league value is uh, is doing a you know, really, really good job, which I know is just terrible, uh, terrible English. Um, we've got Nikola, Nikola Jokic comes in at number two, averaging 53 fantasy points. Number uh, three is Paul George at almost 52, and number four is Anthony Davis averaging 51.4 fantasy points. So some good numbers for those guys, putting up some really, really good performances uh, for Yahoo Points Leagues. Number five, we do have Kevin Durant. Number six is Steph Curry. Is he? Yes. Number six is Steph Curry. I'm just checking this out. Oh, no. Is my list wrong? Hmm. I think my list is wrong. All right. So apologies about that mix-up. The top... Four were correct, but here is the correct list for the rest of it. At number five on Yahoo Points is Jimmy Butler at 48.16. Number six is Kevin Durant. He's averaging 47.51 fantasy points. Now, I think Butler's probably going to come down um, from there. I think Durant could actually improve from there, so maybe those guys switch. I think Butler actually drops a little bit from that number. Number seven over the last two weeks is Miles Bridges, averaging 46 fantasy points. Now, that's really high. I, I do not think that Bridges is going to be able to maintain that level. And in, I, I'd rather, I think he's a higher ranked player in um, category leagues versus points leagues. But he's obviously flying. And the same thing I said earlier on maintains. I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't sell him, to be honest. Number eight is Luka Doncic, averaging 45 points. A little bit of a, 45 and a half, a little bit of a disappointing result for Doncic after drafting him in the top three. I am not. 100% convinced he gets back to that 50-point fantasy mark, which he's probably going to need to be in the top three. Maybe he does, but he's obviously a little bit away from that at the moment. Number nine is DeJounte Murray, averaging 45 fantasy points over this last two weeks. I think that there is going to be somewhat of a drop-off there from him, but perhaps not. Number 10 is LeBron James. Number 11 is Carl Anthony Towns, who I think could be better than this. Number 12 is Russell Westbrook averaging 45 fantasy points. But the difference between Murray and, and Westbrook there is 0.2 of a fantasy point per game. It is really sort of squished up in this range. In fact, between Doncic at 8 
and Morant at 14 to spoil the next group. It's like 0.5 fantasy points between like six or seven guys. So let's talk about the next bunch of players. Number 13 is Jonas Valanciunas. Number 14 is Ja Morant. Again, another 45-point guy. Number 15 is Steph. Number 16 is Rudy Gobert. 17, DeMar DeRozan on the back of that really high usage and scoring. 18 is Julius Randle, who's fallen off from where he was last week. Number 19 is a crucifix, Christian Wood. And then number 20 is uh, Chris Paul. You notice names like Trey Young, Brad Beal, Joel Embiid, Sabonis, Harden. They're not in here. They're not, they're not in the mix. They are not performing up to uh, expectations for this season. I think you're all well aware of that. So let's look at ESPN points leagues now. The number one player on our ESPN points leagues is, of course, Giannis Antetokounmpo again, averaging 59 fantasy points. He is just performing at a spectacularly high level and he's streets ahead of the next guy, which is Nikola Jokic, who's at a bit under 58. Paul George is at number three. Averaging 55, so a big drop-off there. Four fantasy points between number one and number three. And then Kevin Durant goes at number four, and he is five points behind. So there is a gigantic gap between Antetokounmpo, Jokic, and George, and then the next group of players. And that's where it squishes up a little bit. But those top three are really, really separating themselves. At number five is Jimmy Butler. He's at 49 fantasy points. Number six is Anthony Davis on 49. Seven is Miles Bridges on 49. And eight is DeJounte Murray on 48. Now, I do think the Bridges-Murray um, will drop off a little bit there. Maybe, you know, I think the other guys like Butler and Davis can sort of stick around that mark. But I do think the Bridges and Murray will drop somewhat from there. At number nine, it is LeBron James. Number 10 is Chris Paul on 47 fantasy points. I think that there will be a drop off there from Paul. His steals and assists are sky high. Um, number 11 is Townsie. I think he can jump up from there. Maybe another three fantasy points or so per game. He's at 45. And Steph, I think, could drop another six per game. He's at 45 there. He should be able to crack the 50 mark. So a little bit of a down moment there for Steph. And the last group of guys, number 13 is Ja Morant. 14 is Jonas Valanciunas. 15 is DeMar DeRozan. 16 is Fred Van Vliet. 17 is Al Horford. 18 is Russell Westbrook. Number 19 is Luka Doncic. That's, again, another big disappointment if you drafted him up high. And number 20 is DeMontis Sabonis with names like Harden, Trey, uh, Randall, not in that top group. Devin Booker, not in that top group. And, of course, yeah, the disappointments of Lillard and, and uh, Jason Tatum especially. So that will do it for the top players in fantasy basketball over the last two weeks for category leagues, Yahoo points leagues and ESPN points leagues. Don't forget to follow this podcast. And again, sorry, I apologize for that stuff up in the middle of the show. Really, really bad stuff on my behalf. Uh, I apologize. Guys, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. But if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up, leave your comments down below. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.